Hello, star seeds, and welcome to a new episode of Rooted in Starlight. Um, we have a quiet month this month, which for most astrologers, actually, that's not a bad thing. Every now and then, it's nice to kind of have a moment where the planets are not having deep conversations or so many conversations. It gives you a chance to really um, integrate what's been going on. And I do find that it's interesting that this is happening in the month of June um, because that we are halfway through the year, if you can believe that. Um, and so just the fact that it's quiet, just the fact that we're coming out of the Mercury retrograde, Mercury is still in its shadow period. It will be in its shadow period through the 19th of June. Um, and what that means, again, is that it's retracing the degrees that it was in when it first went retrograde. Um, so Mercury is still in Taurus, um, and it will be there until the 13th of June. Um, so you have Saturn having gone retrograde. We have Pluto retrograde. Um, and so we're in a period right now where you get an opportunity, especially with Saturn retrograde, um, that you get an opportunity to reassess to see where you're at based on where and what kind of goals or intentions you may have set for yourself, either for the year or for a particular project or a particular relationship. Um, and so this is an opportunity uh, with Saturn being retrograde uh, and trust me, Saturn doesn't give too many opportunities, but with Saturn being retrograde, it is an opportunity to be able to look at, you know, here's where I'm at. Um, here is where I thought I was going to be, or here's what I still want to accomplish. And I want to accomplish that by, you know, such and such a, a date, a season, whatever, you know, obviously, possibly before the end of the year. Um, and then, you know, then Saturn saying, okay, what is it then you need to do? Because Saturn is the planet of boundaries. And so Saturn's going to ask while he is in retrograde and he's in retrograde till October, he's going to be the one asking, have you taken on too much? Did you overpromise? Did you you know, stretch yourself too thin and what is it you need to do to pull back? How can you recalibrate yourself, reassess what you're doing and figure out what is it that you need to do in order to realign with the purpose or the intentions or the goals or like I said, even with relationships realign where it is you want to see that movement forward um, and that progress and that success. Um, and so Saturn retrograde gives us that opportunity um, to be able to do that. 
With Mercury right now, now that Mercury is in direct uh, motion, Mercury's giving us that opportunity to, especially in Taurus, Mercury's giving you that opportunity, uh, and I'm actually feeling this myself, to, to be able to look at things that you might not have done yet or finished. And in Taurus, Mercury's basically saying, here's an opportunity for anything solid that you need to do to move yourself forward. Here's an opportunity to do that. Um, and like I said, we have a few more days. So this podcast will air on the 9th. So you literally have about four more days with Mercury in Taurus to be working on, you know, setting things up or, you know, getting things together or getting resources together that can actually um, help you um, move forward, especially if you are looking at any kind of, um, you know, business goals or business strategies, uh, as well as relationships, because keep in mind, Venus is in Taurus right now, too. So, um, you know, Taurus really works with, you know, not only um, our relationships and love, but it does work with, um, you know, what we value um, and how we bring um, income to ourselves. And so with Mercury being the uh, planet of commerce, that's one of the things that Mercury in Taurus is able to do for us in these, you know, as he's retracing these um, degrees, these steps, literally, of being in Taurus and saying, okay, now I'm direct. You know, I may have showed you something while I was retrograde of what you weren't doing. Um, and now you're in a, in a place where you can do it and trust that it will you know, work out for you in the long run. And then Saturn comes along retrograde, literally going retrograde as Mercury went direct to say, and here I am to make sure that you look at the things um, that you need to for the long-term success and the long-range um, goals and the things that you want to have real structure and, and solidness too. And so Saturn's going to say, you know, where is it that you need to put a boundary down? Where is it that you need to say, I need to maybe give less time to this um, situation or um, idea and, and commit myself or recommit myself to this particular situation? And this is really a good time to do that, being that we are halfway through the year, we are going to be coming up on the summer solstice on the 21st of June. Um, and what's great about the summer solstice is the solstice actually means, um, in Celtic, the translation of that is um, standing still. And that's literally what happens with the sun during the solstice, is that it reaches a certain point in the sky and just literally stand still for a few moments. Um, and so that's, again, part of what's going to tie into this nicely with, you know, kind of having a quiet month conversation wise. Uh, that does not mean that the conversations that are happening 
are not um, important or valuable. I did discuss this last week and I just want to bring, I just want to touch on this again. I know I did talk a bit about Saturn retrograde and I'll be talking more about that, um, especially as we get into, um, we have a nice trine actually coming up on the 16th of June with the sun and Saturn trining each other. Um, and that's probably going to be one of the busiest weeks of this month for us um, next week because you've, you're going to have Mercury moving into Gemini. You're going to have the full moon. You'll have sun and, and Sat- the sun and Saturn trining each other. You will have Mars conjuncting Chiron. Um, and this full moon that's going to be coming up in Sagittarius, uh, I do believe I mentioned it before, this will be the first full moon in Sagittarius that is not an eclipse. Um, and so obviously I will do more on that um, in the next podcast, but this um, is a really nice full moon that's going to help kind of help you kind of reinvest in in yourself and in the long-term goals and visions that you have. And so... <coughs> And what's nice about this full moon is it will actually be getting support from Jupiter, who is still traveling through Aries. And so again, I'll do more of that in the next podcast episode. Um, But what I wanted to talk a little more about is this Mercury trining Pluto, which will be exact on Friday, June the 10th. At 5.21 p.m. And again, that's Eastern time here in the States. And this is the third and final trine between Mercury and Pluto. Um, Pluto is wrapping up its time in Capricorn. um, And it has had, since April, it has had three trines with Mercury. And so the first trine took place April 28th when Pluto was retrograde. Pluto was getting ready to go retrograde. It actually went retrograde on the 29th. Um, And on April 28th, Mercury was direct. So Pluto had already slowed down into its retrograde um, preparation uh, on the 28th of April. Then our second trine happened on May 25th. And that was when Mercury was retrograde. And the third trine is happening June 10th. And Mercury, again, is going to be direct. And I think what's really nice about this is that this is a moment where you get to see what it is that can come to you in a supportive way, what kind of, you know, situation or experience or relationship may show up um, to help you in a very supportive way. One of the things that's interesting about Mercury is to keep in mind that Mercury is all about details and small changes. And so, and on some level, so is Pluto, Because Pluto is about transformation, but Pluto is not about transformation in the way that Uranus works. Uranus is very much that lightning strike and, you know, let's 
bring in a hurricane and shake everything up and see what's left after, you know, after it moves out. Pluto is very much the let let's disintegrate. Let's it's it's a tear down, but not a tear down in a in a very quick in in a quick sense. It's very much, and that's why Pluto stays in a particular sign for so long. Because the evolution that it wants you to take, it understands that, that that death and rebirth of something is meant to take some time. And so Pluto will move into a particular sign and say, you know, with this particular energy, I'm going to help you see. And obviously it's in Capricorn. And so what Pluto's been doing since <clears throat> 2009 is basically saying on a macro level and for most of us on a micro level, you know, I want to, I'm going to show you what kind of structures you have, whether or not they are solid and secure. Uh, I'm going to show you what kind of commitments you have and whether or not they really come from the heart and whether or not they are things that you actually envision and feel that, um, that are uh, meant to be a, a life's purpose for you. And if not, then I want to help remove them and have them fall away so that what you can then reintegrate and rebirth is something that is more true of your spirit and true of yourself. And that's very much what Pluto's been doing um, while it's been uh, in Capricorn. And so this third trine very much is going to be a situation where um, it would be good to be going back to the end of April. The first trine was April 28th and see what you might have been working on and what kind of changes or support um, you may have received. And then just be aware of what may come your way as of, um, you know, the 10th of June. And again, this could be something that could happen. It could even happen, you know, today, Thursday, June the 9th, or you could, you know, see it on Saturday the 11th. Um, so it's very much in Mercury's a fast moving planet. So it's very much, <clears throat> you know, within the next few days that this trine will really have the potent impact of how it can, um, you know, possibly be bringing you, um, support and resources that you are in need of, or even something that you're surprised by. And then you realize that, oh, that was something that really was beneficial. Um, and that's the part of Mercury being the, being the planet of details and small changes is that when Mercury comes along and wants to help us with something, it does so in such a way that sometimes we don't notice it. Um, and obviously partly because for all of us, for for all of us, the reality is as humans, when we set out to change, which we don't like to do to begin with, but when we do, we want to be able to do it in such a way that, um, you know, we can kind of say, you know, ta-da, I've made this decision. And three days later, wow, look, look what happened. Um, and for the most part, that is just not the way change works. You know, it really is in increments and it is something that involves consistency. 
And it is something that also um, involves uh, pruning and, and recommitting because what can happen when we are starting certain things is that you can take something to a certain level and then just get comfortable with that, even if that's not necessarily the full picture that you have or the full vision. And then you need to be able to be willing to say, okay, what is it I'm not doing? Or what is it that I need to go back and say, wait, what is it that, you know, what was the full picture that I had and how do I, you know, recalibrate and reassess to be able to, to get myself moving into a direction that, that I really want to be going. And so that is something to be looking at for this Mercury uh, trining Pluto, is that it's wrapping up something, um, and it's wrapping it up in a way to show you that here are some possibilities, and here, and, and it might just be that it's going to give you one more piece of something. So, you know, something may have happened you know, around the end of April when this first trine was happening. And then something came along, interestingly, around the end of May, because that was uh, May 25th for the second trine. Um, And now here we are just, you know, a few weeks later having this third trine. And it could be just one more piece of the puzzle that you need. It may be the last piece that you need, or it may just be a piece that really helps you understand, oh, that's right, this is the direction that I want to go in. This is what this is what I know is going to be best for me in this situation or in this relationship. And and this has just been brought into my awareness. And so that is one of the things that um, I wanted to just speak to with that. And I wanted to make sure that you had the dates so that you were able to kind of think about what's been going on since, um, you know, the late spring uh, as we're as we're going through this uh, third and final trine with uh, Pluto. Uh, the other thing that I wanted to talk about uh, today is the other big aspect that's happening this weekend. And it is interesting that they're happening together. Um, like they're literally happening a day apart. And this is uh, Venus will be conjunct Uranus in Taurus. Um, that is going to be taking place on June 11th at 6.58 p.m. And again, that's uh, Eastern Daylight um, Time. They will be at 16 degrees and... The last time they had a conjunction was April 23rd, 2021. One of the things that's interesting about this conjunction is the moon will be in Scorpio while this conjunction is taking place. Um, And the moon will be at 15 degrees. So the moon will be um, opposing this conjunction and the moon will be in its fall. And what that means is when Venus was in Pisces, if you were been listening, have been listening to the episodes of, um, that I was covering with Venus in Pisces, I was very excited about her being in Pisces. And I kept speaking to, um, Venus being exalted in Pisces, which is 
you know, this place of joy when a sign is, uh, when a planet is exalted in a sign. Well, for the moon, it is exalted in Taurus. Um, the other, but the piece to know about that is that wherever a planet is exalted in the opposite sign, it's in what it's called its fall. And so it does not mean that you can't work with a sign and, and, you know, you can't work with a planet in his fall, but it does bring challenges and it is not something that's necessarily easy to do. And so what's going to be interesting about this particular aspect is that we've got Venus and Uranus meeting up in um, Taurus. Obviously, this is her home sign, um, but Uranus has just done a whole lot of uh, interesting changes with, you know, our supply chain and food sourcing and, you know, the, the, just the way we're used to, you know, creating income for ourselves. Um, and so you have these two planets meeting up and then right across from them is going to be the moon in Scorpio opposing the aspect, opposing that, that, uh, conjunction. And the moon in its fall does mean that, um, I think one of the things to be aware of is that it does mean that the moon itself may not have as much to say. It won't be in its full, full strength, even though it's in a waxing state because it's waxing to its fullness. Um, but it is interesting to see what kind of emotional energy may be applied to this Venus-Uranus conjunction um, that's going to be taking place. And that's one of the things, on a lighter note with, the, with this conjunction, one of the things that I would say is, um, you know, if you're trying to understand it on a practical level, one of the things that you could be thinking about is you may end up in a situation where someone wants to, like you might suddenly see a hairstyle in a magazine and be thinking, oh, I want to get that done. Or, you know, you're out with some friends and you're window shopping and you see just this wild outfit that, you know, everyone's saying, oh, that would look great on you. You should go buy it. Or those are the kind of things that a Venus Uranus conjunction can bring about where you may end up doing something that you absolutely would not normally do um, and may be okay with it later, but just keep in mind you may not. And that's certainly one of the pieces that I feel with the moon involved in the conversation could happen is that it could be something that, you know, you take upon yourself or you think is going to be a great fun idea um, at the time. And then, you know, three or four days from now, uh, you may be thinking you literally like, what was I thinking? And so that's one of the things you just want to be careful with this conjunction is, um, again, you know, in, in forms of relationships, Venus is the, is the goddess of love. So someone could maybe just pop into your life this weekend that you think is, you know, wow. Um, but just keep in mind that that may not be a long-term wow. Um, and so that is one of these aspects that it's literally going, it's literally difficult to say what it could end up being for everyone, because it depends obviously on what house it's falling in for you. 
Um, but again, the important piece of it is to keep in mind that the moon will be in the opposite sign in Scorpio, um, opposing this conjunction. And so that can add some extra emotional intensity to whatever may come up. Um, and so that is one of the big things that I wanted to uh, talk about as well. And that are that's going to be the two aspects that I cover right now. Like I said, this uh, Mercury-Pluto one, you know, just keep in mind, this is about being able to be a uh, present moment because with with Mercury being the, the planet of small changes, um, you know, you just want to be aware that what's in your sphere so that you can be present minded if there's a gift that comes your way over these next few days that really helps support you in some goals or intentions or even in a relationship that you're working on. Um, and then that's something that is obviously meant to be, you know, very solid. Whereas with the Venus Uranus uh, conjunction on Saturday, you just want to kind of be careful with what it is that you want to commit yourself to, uh, whether it's for appearances uh, or relationships, or certainly, uh, you know, keep, you might want to keep maybe a tighter rein on your um, purse, uh, your money strings this weekend, just so that you don't end up spending money on something that you know, by Monday, you would be like, oh, what was I thinking? I would never have, have spent money on this. Um, and so that is it for now. Uh, I will be back with an uh, episode to talk about the full moon. And actually, for the things coming up next week, uh, most of them are happening in the beginning of the week. And so I believe this uh, episode is actually going to air on Monday the next episode, because I want to be able to cover the full moon and the things that are going to be happening on the 15th and the 16th. And um, that will require that I put something out before Thursday, the 16th, um, so that I can be sharing that information with you. I want to thank everyone for listening. Uh, I want to thank you for the sub the subscribing and the likes and the um the shares and the um, reviews. And if you are interested in following me, you can reach me on Rooted in Starlight on Facebook. Uh, I am also under Trisha Morrissey on Facebook. On Instagram, it's trisha.morrissey.31. If you want a calendar, um, you can reach out to me or if you want a natal chart, because I do do natal charts, um, you can reach out to me at uh, through email, which is rootedinstarlight at gmail.com. And that is all one word, rootedinstarlight at gmail.com. Um, and so again, thank you for your support. I greatly appreciate it. I actually have to share... Uh, and I will do this on um, social media and because I do want to share the small um, but very potent blessing that came to me on May 25th. Um, and that's part of why I wanted to make sure I spent a little more time with this Mercury trining Pluto to really let you know how beneficial this could be um, for you. So I will share that. Stay tuned to social media because I will share that 
hopefully in a video um, based on, uh, obviously, tomorrow, <laughs> based on what might be happening for me Thursday or Friday, uh, hopefully I will be able to do a video of that and, and uh, let you know how the um, how that play, what it can look like for practical real life examples. Um, and May 25th really stood out for me. And, and that was part of why I wanted to cover, cover uh, additional uh, information on this um, trine between Mercury and Pluto, and especially with those dates, because this is something that really is trying to come forth um, and, and really give you something that can help you as we move forward. And especially as the pace starts picking up, picking up, um, because uh, I would say enjoy the, the this month that can actually give us a chance to, to take a breather. Because once we get into July, uh, the planets get very, very chatty again for the summer. So um, hopefully that's going to work well for everyone's vacation plans. But we will see. Um, remember, I want to do my sign off. As I always say, reach high for the stars lie hidden in your soul. Thank you so much for listening. And I will be back with another episode that will cover the full moon and uh, Mercury getting ready to go into uh, Gemini on the 13th. Take care, everyone. Thank you.